0: Love Talks radio.
1: Madden 2 Three, two, one, now. Uh, th- playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs?
2: We talking about
1: practice.
2: Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that?
1: Uh, th- playoffs? Don't talk about this. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I
3: believe the point has been driven home. There are teams that are getting ready for the playoffs this weekend. And there are teams that are relaxing, waiting to play next weekend. They're probably not at practice, but that was the closest soundbite I had to imitate that the season is over. The regular season is done. And if you're one of 20 teams, you're already looking ahead to next season. See, if you're a true football fan, you're watching the playoffs, okay? You're watching. You you, you, you know, you're going to watch the games. You know, you're going to listen to the Madden voice, Commissioner T here. Happy New Year, everybody. But you're already looking at next year. You're already looking ahead. What can my team do? Because this year burns your butt that your team made in the playoffs. I know. I've been there several times the last several years. And it burns you that your team isn't playing anymore. And the only way to start to appease that is to start thinking ahead to next year. Not giving up this year as far as football goes, but giving up this year as far as your team goes. It's over. For 20 teams, it's over. But now you already start saying, okay, what's up? What's up with our coach? What's up with our coordinators? What's up with our free agents, you know? And then, then you start thinking about the draft, you know? I mean, you already start the cycle going. So for you, 20 hey, man, I, I, I've been there. Been there plenty of times. Madden Voice going to be here for you too. But right now, even though we will be there for you, we got to focus in on the playoffs. I had to do the same thing last year when my Cowboys didn't do much of anything. Had to turn to the playoffs. Got to do it again this year. So we've got 12 teams in the playoffs. The seedings are done. It's there. If, if you if you haven't seen the seedings, if you saw the ad to the show, I put it out there as the as the photo to make it easy for everybody. Two games on uh, Saturday, two games on Sunday, and uh, man, this, this is this is this is you know you think you know, <laughs> but you really don't. You know what I'm mean? saying? I mean, you just you don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. But we're going to talk about it tonight, among some other things that we're going to talk about tonight. Okay. But we're going to talk about the playoffs. We're going to talk about a couple things. Couple things. Two things in particular. Got a little under my skin. One of them is with my 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 loved coach He's my brother. But man, this dude. I'm to I got to take him to school again tonight. Of course, he's not on yet. I can see he's not on yet. Let's see if he Let's see if he has. D D D. Testicular fortitude to even show up and deal with what he started. And then the other one is of course Stephen A. Smith. Again, I got I gotta educate him too. I gotta put him in his place too. But you know I don't do this alone. I really don't. I got a couple of guys. Actually, right now I have two of three that join me to host the Madden Voice. These guys are smart. These guys are good looking. And these guys know football. I mean, what more can you ask for? Welcome, Dr. Train, the man with the Ph.D., and J.B., the voice of reason. Welcome you both to the Madden Voice.
1: Happy New New Year, year,
3: brother.
4: Yes, sir. (laughs) Happy New Year, pop the bubbly, because it's playoff time, baby. Hey, Hey,
2: there's nothing. I'm waiting on the track. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know, I was
3: thinking about the trade. I think about you, man. I, you know, you're my boy, man. I'm like, damn, you know, got the Cowboys up in there. You got the Steelers up in there. You them know, damn bears, man. You know. Uh. See,
2: let me, let me tell you why it's probably so hard this year versus any other year. Every other year that we finish, you know, there wasn't one year where we was actually one game away. Had we beat Green Bay, we would have been there. There's another year where Green Bay needed to beat the Vikings, and we would have been in. And then there's other years where we finished somewhere between somewhere between six to to nine wins or whatever and we fell short. But I always felt better about the next year. Like for sure, we we still a playoff team the next year. Dude, I honestly do not see it for next year. Mm. Because when you got to start over, when you got to completely start over at the most important position. Mm it makes it hard to even fathom how can your team be a playoff team next year. Not saying we can't be competitive, but really be a playoff team and you know it's going to be a brand-new quarterback. And you're not about to convince me that Brian Hoyer, Matt Barkey, Connor Shaw, any any of them are about to make us (laughs) a playoff Mm. team. If, If that's the case, you would have to have some hella fine defense and you be at you have to run the ball like the Cowboys.
3: We ain't there now. How do you feel about John Fox? It looks like he's gonna keep his job. You okay with that? I'm i uh, I'm confused about John Fox. I'm not opposed to him keeping his job. I'm never quick to like
2: chop a head coach. I think continuity is important, but I'm really trying to understand our organization above John Fox, and then along with John Fox because. A year ago, we had a chance to get Adam Gates as head coach. And he would have been head coach had they not part ways with John Fox. And then Chicago turns to John Fox. And yeah, we get a year of Adam Gates, but he goes off and now Miami, first year head coach in a playoff team. Yeah, it makes you stick to your stomach. makes you feel like you ate <clears> something <throat> nasty and just want to add. Get it off your tongue. Get it off. Yeah, You rub it. It's just, it's, it's, it's just heartening. So now, even with John Fox, and you hear rumors where him and Big are not getting. What do you mean they're not getting along? Big Fangio is like the only shining light of a coordinator and, and 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 a unit that's actually doing what they're supposed to do on the field. That we have outside of Jordan Howard, the defense is actually ranked in the top half of the league this year. We we plan on parting ways And if he's not rumored for a head coach position We just plan on Saying let's go our separate ways I don't have time for that boy and girlfriend break up crap You need to do any other bad thing Let us hold on to what's good
3: Well I feel your pain um, And you know We will have ample time to um, dig into the off season and and many teams and what's going to happen. My only comment, and then we'll move on, is get a quarterback. Y'all need a quarterback. Just get a quarterback. I'm not saying that's going to fix everything. Let's start there. Y'all need a quarterback.
5: I'm, 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 I'm
3: I've been saying it. I've been saying it. I've been saying it for years. You you have you have you have, you have joined the the, the, the team.
2: But, I'm a fan. You know,
3: I got to have hope. Well, I got it. That's all you had, too That's all you had Yeah, yeah, I, I will agree um, and, and, and the man has joined us late, but with us K-Star, welcome to the Madden Voice
6: Hey, what's up, guys? Sorry for my tardiness Happy New Year I should die You got my
3: popcorn ready Oh, New
4: Year It's funny because I not Out of all the brothers that we got on the show, it's always K-Star that's on CP
3: time. Isn't that
5: ironic?
3: (laughs) Ain't that funny? i up already. Well, you know what it is. I I was sitting there debating. Uh, He was sitting there debating (laughs) did he even want to come on the show tonight and get this whooping he know he got coming. He was sitting there like, (laughs) damn, do I even want to call in and deal with this? Because this guy's about to take me to school again, you know. And, and, but he, he knew, he knew, because I, I see, see, I know how to do case star Call him out publicly on Facebook. Now he got, now he got to show up, because I called him out publicly. Now he got to show up and try to defend what's left of his honor. So he is not uh, here, what's, you know. Well, that what's left left my
6: K-Star?
3: honor. I'm Jeez. With you, <laughs> uh, hey man, you got two
0: side man. Or maybe, blue maybe
6: blue. it is, maybe it is. Colored people time, I don't know. Maybe it's just sweeter than berry for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey man,
3: but
5: see,
3: but see, but see. Hey, y'all y'all don't know what I know about K Star Fast, okay? I I'm just gonna say this. I know more about K Star fast than y'all do. All right? And he 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 closer to being a brother than y'all realize. That's, I'm just going to leave that right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that right there.
4: Okay? I, I believe it. I, outside, outside of him, I can believe know. that. I believe it. Outside of that, I believe, it. I believe <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to
3: help you. know what I'm You know, I see that rhythm know. now. I just talking about when it comes to taste and certain other things I know. You know, you know how it is when you get to know somebody, right? This is one thing that's beautiful about Facebook, right? You, and you start looking and you start seeing pictures, you know, you start look at it, you know, and you say, Wait, wait a minute. Huh? Yeah, look back twice and see that picture and be like, Who the heck is he with? Oh damn mm-hmm. my whole my whole on K-Star changed from that point forward. I'm like, all right, man, you cool. We all right, bro. Uh, we all right. Stop
4: doing that Chesky. you know? Cheater.
3: I, 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 I <laughs>
6: you oh, know. Man.
3: But where we're not all right is the fact that we come on the Madden Voice and we talk about football and we talk for two weeks in a row. I gave you a boy all the credit in the world. I said, man, he's a great running back. He's great. I said, man, he's too Head and shoulders, in my opinion, no disrespect to David Johnson, but I got to see more, okay? I got to see more. I'm seeing a rookie tearing up the league, and I'm seeing Bell doing what he does. David Johnson's going to be there. He's in the conversation. But for my money, these two guys were just head and shoulders. And these two guys are on two teams that won their division, and have realistic shots at a good at a at a Super Bowl run, okay? And unfortunately, David Johnson ain't that. The Cardinals didn't do that this year. So you know, my opinion: these two guys. And this is what I've been saying. So I go on, you know, Facebook, and this dude, Mister K Star, starts bloviating about <laughs> Le'Veon Bell, and all this Le'Veon Bell, and Le'Veon Bell's not human. Number one, per game. He had to go per game because he knows his boy missed three games. So he had to go per game. Number one, 156 yards from scrimmage per game. Number two, David Johnson. Number three, Zeke Elliott. Okay. And then I said, okay. And I started reading the comments. And and, and, and people are trying to explain to him, that, hey, man, that's great. But, you, you know, that the scheme has something to do with that. The scheme has something, you know, the Cowboys, for instance, like, you know, they bring in Dunbar as a a third down option, okay? And, And so Zeke isn't, you know, the scheme isn't for Zeke to catch 50 balls out of the best. It's not the scheme. Can he? Absolutely. But that's just not the scheme. You respond with, well, they trust Dunbar more on third down. They trust, those were your words. They trust him more. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me help well, you here, Casey. I, 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 yeah, I mean, he, those,
6: yeah, my next quote, are are. quote real quick. No, no, I, I didn't say that, the exact quote was, Zeke is great in pass protection, and then I, I put in brackets, but for some reason they trust Dunbar more in, in passing shotgun. Well, it's that's <laughs> not
3: true. That's not true. They don't trust Dunbar more. They, they know that they need Zeke fresh in the fourth quarter. They know that they've been playing from ahead most of this season. And what do you do when you play from ahead, especially if you have that offensive line in that running game, is you pound the ball. The way to do that is to spell your superstar running back as much as you can. Dunbar has shown to be a viable, reasonable option on third down. That don't mean he's better. He's not. We've seen Zeke go to the house on on, on third down. We've seen him go to the house. Uh, uh, screen passes from the backfield the, the dude is, is a phenom the scheme is just not designed that way at this time that's not that's not how the Cowboys are are orchestrated they don't have to do that I'm not saying the Steelers have to do that but that's what the Steelers have done with Bell okay because frankly unless I'm wrong outside of Brown who's your receiving threat outside of Brown maybe uh... Right, that's it. Okay, well, we've got this. We've got, you know, if you say Dez is our Brown, which I know this year, Dez, last few games he's looking better, but I'm, I'm not saying he's as good as Brown. He's not playing as good as Brown this year. But let's, he's our number one. He's our threat. Outside of him, we've got a Hall of Fame wide receiver. We've got Cole Beasley catching over 80 passes in the slot. And, you know, for a number two receiver, Terrence Williams looked pretty good this year look better than your number two receiver whoever he was because he started with Wheaton and, and then and the, and he you know didn't play and just some other guy I don't even know his name and so your you know your scheme over there allowed for Bell who is phenomenal to have 156 yards from scrimmage per game because that's what the scheme dictated but th- that doesn't that doesn't equate to him not being human or him automatically based on just that being the best running back in the game. Because I will submit to you that a running back's first job is to run the ball. That's his first job. What? Period. If you can't, well, if, no, if, if you have a running you, back that the can scheme. catch, if you, wait, let me just finish my point and then I'll let you respond. If you have a running back that can catch, that's great. That's a nice benefit. That's awesome. But, the, but you also have wide receivers and tight ends that can catch. If you have a running back that cannot run the ball, you're asked out. Because, there is, you know, unless you're Green Bay and you take Montgomery and say, okay, you go back there and run the ball. We ain't got nobody else to do it. And so when you look at the guy's first job to run the ball, there was nobody better any way you measured it this year than Zeke Elliott. Nobody. And that is the first job of the running back. Now nah, you have the floor.
6: Well, you, you're, you start off by saying that, you know, it's by scheme that Le'Veon Bell has more rushing or uh, more receiving yards. Well, then, I challenge your, Nick, your point that it's the running back's first job to just run the ball. Well, according to you, it's, you know, the, it's a function of scheme. So, if it's a function of scheme, why wouldn't you just look at total yards for the running back? And especially in this day and age at running back, I mean, when I was when I set the post up, I took you know I mean it wasn't a surprise. Obviously, the top three yards from scrimmage leaders was Le'Veon, DJ, and Zeke. It wasn't to bash Zeke or David Johnson. I was actually surprised by the fact that Le'Veon was averaging 156 yards per game because that's just an insane number. Um, So. You know, again, and and the, the post then went on to say, hey, this is Le'Veon. When you, when you compare the three, Le'Veon was, what, 20, 17% more productive than Zeke, 12% over DJ on a per-game basis. And, yeah, I mean, we'll look at that because Le'Veon was suspended, like, you know, we alluded to earlier, um, which I thought was a fair way to look at it. But it really – and I really do mean this. It really wasn't a bashing thing because I said – numerous times within this post to whomever that the all three are special and that when you look at a running back in the same age, I think you need to look at both facets. So at this point in time, from what I've seen, um, and one thing that stands out to me about the Cowboys, which I didn't understand why this was the case, was that against the Giants on the road at the end of the game, it was Dunbar in, in those shotgun sets when they were behind and, the course of course, it didn't end well. And it confused me because I'm just like, why, what is Zeke beat there in that situation? So, you know, I mean, it stands. It, it how and,
3: and how'd no, that game end up? And, no, that, and you, picked the, you picked one game out of the season where that was the case. That was not the case throughout the season. It was the case on that game. But let me, let me, let me, let me, let me respond. So two years ago, we had this same discussion with DeMarco Murray and Le'Veon Bell. Do you recall that two years ago? Yeah, And you were adamant that Le'Veon Bell Was a better back than DeMarco Murray You said DeMarco yep. Murray Is a product of the offensive line And all of this you, you remember those discussions? Yep okay. well, I, didn't so if I, lose, I wasn't if, Murray then either, I, was I didn't say I knocked, I liked DeMarco you knocked Murray. Just, you, you were saying that Bell was a better back But yet, if I use your logic Murray had More yards from scrimmage than Bell So you have to decide, you know, you, you see, here's my problem, Case star It's not that you're wrong. It's that you're incomplete because you switch your script to support your team or your player. So when you want, you know, when you want Bell to be the greatest from because yards from scrimmage, when you can prove that that's number one, then you say, okay, Bell's the greatest back. Here's why. And if it's from yards, for Carry, you know you, you, you float to change just to prove that one of your team members is the best. You've done the same thing with Ben when we were trying to tell you that Ben at the time wasn't a four horseman, okay, and you did the same thing with Ben, and so that's my problem with your you know um, with, with your theory you know and, and, and I think yards from scrimmage. It's a measuring stick of productivity, but without looking at the team scheme, it's incomplete because certain backs are asked to do more work than other backs based on the scheme. You know, when you look at running backs that had the most yards from scrimmage in the NFL history, it's Emmitt Smith. Yet, there aren't a lot of people that call him the best back in the history of the NFL. You hear Jim Brown, you hear Walter Payton, you hear Barry Sanders. Emmett's in the conversation, but you hear all these other backs. So, you know, I look at what a team is doing and how productive is that back in that given scheme. When Adrian Peterson ran for 2,000 yards, I gave him all the credit in the world because that's all they had. And he was productive. So here's a guy who was running the ball, 30 times a game, and teams knew that they were going to get 30 carries a game from Adrian Peterson because they had nothing else, and he still was able to get 2,000 yards. Now, that's great right there. That's insane. But, you know, to go back to your original point, yeah, Bell's a bad man, and he did what he was asked to do. Kudos to him. But it's part of that scheme. I don't think it makes him head and shoulders above anybody. I just think he he did what he was asked to do. He did it phenomenally, great job, you know. You know, but I, I still look at carries and and yards per carry and and you know the productivity between the tackles as much as anything else. Because like I said, at the end of the day, and trust me, the Cowboys have had years with running backs, um, you know, Julius Jones and Marion Barber and Tyson Thompson some of these second-tier running backs, that, that you try to make them into something that they really were not. They were second-tier running backs. And so when you have a great running back, yeah, you enjoy it. And I'm telling you, I ain't got no problem with your boy, but he ain't head and shoulders above Zeke. They're there they're right now. I, I, and, and frankly, because Zeke's a rookie, I'd almost say maybe Zeke deserves a nod because he's a rookie. Why? Now your response would be, well, look at that offensive line. You know, that would that would be your response. Because he's 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 done some things this year as a rookie that have never been done before. That's why. I don't have it right in front of me. Maybe J B does, I don't know. But like hundred yard games, he has the most of any rookie in history. That's one I remember. There's there's a couple of other stats that he's done as a rookie that have never been done before. Not Emmett, not Barry, nobody. So that's why I would say because he's playing at Bell's level as a rookie, then maybe that maybe maybe if if you really wanted to measure them both, maybe Zeke does have an edge. I'm not saying he does, but I'm saying an argument can be made because this guy coming in as a rookie doing this, and the last game and a half he didn't really play, and still won the rushing title by what 300 yards. <coughs> Gentlemen, Case so, I, I have. Oh, uh, you have more. I was gonna let these guys get in, but go ahead.
6: Well, actually, yeah, I am curious about their. Well, first of all, the one thing I do want to say before I get their opinions on it is that I think that saying that it's his scheme, I think that's a weak, a weak thing to say because it, it's doing two things. One, it's giving more credit to the scheme than it is to the player. But two, it's undermining the fact that. Players are the ones who make the scheme. It's not the schemes makes the player, especially when you look at someone like a Marshall Falk or a Ladanian Tomlinson or an Emmitt Smith or whomever. So, I mean, it, it sounds like you're giving more credit to the scheme than, than to Le'Veon. Which no, I just... I'm
3: not giving more credit to the scheme. What I'm saying is you can't – it is not fair for you if you're trying to compare running backs, which is what your post was doing. And, 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 and I know you. You try to be sneaky about, you know, well, no, I really wasn't trying to bash anybody. But then you compare, you put the top three backs out there. So what are you doing? You're saying your boy is, as you said, he's not human. Okay? And thus, thus my response. Um, no, I'm not saying the scheme is what created the pro- productivity. What I'm saying is, is when you look at the receiving yards that Bell is producing – the reason that he is able to do that is because his team is asking him to do more of that than a Dallas Cowboys that's not asking Zeke to do that. So to penalize Zeke's greatness because he's not even being asked to perform that function isn't fair when everything he's being asked to do, he does at an exceptional level between the tackles, around the edge pick up the blitz and the times that he is asked to catch out of the backfield he does it very well he just doesn't get asked as much as Le'Veon because we have a Cole Beasley we have um, a Jason Witten there are viable options in our passing game that means we don't have to use Zeke as much as you have have shown you needed to use Le'Veon Bell which is is no knock on Le'Veon because he produced but it's a fact that that is why he is able to be that productive. So when you look at the, the you know, the, the receiving yards, hey, he's going to have more than Zeke. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's like taking two great wide receivers. It's like Michael Irvin. And, and, and realize that Michael Irvin, people say Michael Irvin should be in the Hall of Fame, 750 career catches. Well, first of all, Michael Irvin's got three, three Super Bowls, to so stretch your mouth. But secondly, he, his. There was a guy named Emmett Smith who ran for sixteen plus thousand yards. <coughs> uh, excuse me. Yeah. Sixteen plus thousand yards as a Dallas Cowboy. No, he ran for another fifteen hundred or so in Arizona, and whatever. But so, <laughs> Winkler didn't have to do Jerry Rice numbers because that wasn't part of the scheme. So that's my point: is is when you make these comparisons. Let's look at the entire picture. Let's look at everything. And I don't think there's another.
6: There's a better way to do it rather than yards per from uh, yards per scrimmage per game. When you brought the the Demarco LeVion, the one thing I I mentioned with with LeVion was um, they both. First of all, Demarco that season had 141 yards from scrimmage. LeVion had 138. The argument I had for LeVion though at the time was that he had seen so much, so many less touches than DeMarco that he was basically, from a yard-per-touch standpoint, a full yard, oh, yard better.
3: Oh, not it's yards-per-touch. On... You see what I mean? Not yard yards-per-touch. Oh, I mean, that's probably the best way to measure it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yards been, so, <laughs> so, see? So you're just Zay, making I mean, my Zay, point. Zay, Le'Veon's the best
6: one there. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm yeah, saying Le'Veon's so the best in that it, category, too.
4: But <laughs> you're
2: changing... Yeah. The thing is, Case, you you're
3: changing, whatever if you
2: need to change in order to support your argument, whatever you need to say to support right. your argument, that's what you say, even if it's not. It's like you're changing whatever you need to change so that you can support Le'Veon Bell being the best.
6: No, it's about efficiency and and yards yards for scrimmage. I mean, because the thing that he's saying that okay, well, Zeke isn't asked to do this. Well, maybe he can't. Maybe he's just not as good of a receiver from the backfield. There are a ton of times, so, well, or there are a ton did, of players. Did, did have you watch seen him catch the ball out
2: the backfield? <laughs> I don't <know what laughs> see him catch he 80 passes about. within the season. <laughs> like, have we do catch that? I and know that that player a piece catching the ball out the backfield, man. <laughs> he's good at <laughs> <good laughs> catching the ball out the backfield.
3: But Le'Veon Bell, is no, he's great catching the ball out the backfield. Ca- no, 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 no. Okay, he is great catching the ball out of the backfield. He just doesn't need to do it as much as Bell. Needs to do it, and the Cowboys, with him catching last, still one more games than the Steelers. Go ahead, Train. I'm sorry. Well,
2: let me let me say this about the, the the three running backs, and then I'll uh uh well let me let me sneak this in there in there real quick. One, Jordan Howard was second in rushing, and he only started in week four. I just want both of y'all to know that. But we won't talk about Jordan Howard tonight. Let's talk about the three that asked that question. Um uh, you know, uh when you look at yards per scrimmage, David Johnson had a lot and more touchdowns than Le'Veon Felder does. He had more okay. touchdowns than started start, But 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 okay, so why not why not race why not race getting some end zone it? So my thing is you can choose whatever stat you wanna choose, but it's gonna be it's gonna be uh it's gonna be up and down across the board. Run, and, and just because a, a, a running back runs the ball more versus another who gets more yards receiving versus another who actually gets into the end zone more, doesn't put one head and shoulders over over the next. Actually, when you look at all three, to me they're all kind of sitting on the same level, except for that maybe their skill sets are a little better. I think uh, I, I think Le'Veon Bell out of all three of them is probably the best receiving back. I'd all agree. You. you know what I'm saying? But when you look at someone who runs and runs and runs and runs hard, I love the way he runs the ball. His patience and his burst is, is something amazing to watch. And he's just a little bit more, to me, aggressive than Le'Veon Bell. And the second thing, the other, the one knock that you do have on Le'Veon Bell is, can we see him for a whole season so you can stop interpolating what his stats with be?
6: If you play. Well we John did see, see him for a full, full season.
2: season. We've seen we seen David Johnson for a whole season.
6: We seen we've seen Le'Veon for a full season. Mm-hmm. In twenty fourteen he won offensive player of the year over DeMarco Murray. <clears throat> he had over eight hundred okay. receiving yards that year when we still had all these receiving weapons. I mean we still had weapons or we had weapons that season. We didn't have to rely on him. He was just our sixth, or our third option because he was that good off the backfield. You know, we had Heath Miller. We had Mark Tavis Bryant. We had those guys.
3: Yeah, again, you, change, you know, again, you, you change the narrative. Consistent.
6: I'm saying he is absolutely the most – he is so consistent. What I'm saying is how we utilize him is because of a skill set, not because of – not just necessity. I mean, we've, we've seen it. We, we've had – he's had a big season in 2014 when he one player, offensive of player of the year. He had those receiving yards then too.
5: Okay,
6: so, well, let me let me ask one question, though, okay,
4: so Just to, just to make sure that I'm hearing everything correctly, because I know T had mentioned it in in his uh, spout towards you. But I want to hear you say, are you saying specifically, Le'Veon Bell is head and shoulders the best back in the NFL? Uh, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, hell no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't I can't say that either. Hey, hell, hell
6: no, and, and here's the reason, okay? You, and in I think I'm see, no trainer. No, no. We before you gone, you guys, see guys always preach consistency, and you always told me to not get ahead of myself. Le'Veon has a track record. He's been in the league for and four. Thin shoulders,
3: though. And shoulders.
6: And the guy literally I, now, but now, by second, the second all by time in yards per scrimmage. It, it, let me level. just
3: clarify one thing, because I knew you. Should. You said Bell won Offensive Player of the Year two years ago, because that's not true. Murray I don't remember it. him doing that. Yeah, no, yes, he did. Murray that's won what it. I thought. No, try, try again. Murray won Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, I never remember Le'Veon Bell did make they even make the playoff? No, yeah, Murray won it. Re- Jb, I'm sorry, I right just had to throw that out there. No, 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 no,
4: no That's fine. that's fine. I'm glad you put that out there, and, and I'm trying to check myself. He was uh, AFC. AS- AFC Co-Offensive
2: Player of the Year in 2014. Yeah. AFC. Ah, yeah, that's for the AFC. Okay.
3: Yeah.
6: And Murray yeah. was so the, the NFL Associated was, he was,
3: he was Press the, Offensive Player of the he Year. He was the
2: ground.
6: He was the ground player of the year. Whereas Demarco was the Offensive Player of the Year.
3: That's correct.
6: He was the he NFL Whatever player, player of the Year. He
4: was. He was first yeah. team All-Pro. Pro, pro Bowl in 2014 and AFC Co-Offensive Player of the Year that year in 2014. So, I will agree with you. If you look at the totality of the running backs, I will, me personally, I will give the edge to Bell. Will I say he's head and shoulders above everybody else? Hell no. Nah. To, T's point, to T's point, I will say this there is an argument for Zeke, and I'm not saying it because that's my brother, and I'm not saying it because that's my Cowboys. But there is an argument to be said about a running back coming into the league first year and doing the kind of stuff that he's done as highly touted as he was going into it. It's not like he came out of nowhere. He went to Ohio State, had a stellar collegiate career. Then he comes into the pro range where everybody knows they need the, the, the running back to run the show, especially with the, the starting quarterback going down for X number of weeks. So he already had a bullseye on his back from week one. So there is an argument to be said about Zeke. There's also some arguments that can be said about David Johnson as well, and I think the reason why he doesn't get the credit that he deserves is he's playing in Arizona, West Coast. doesn't get a, a, enough playing time in terms of the spotlight. He doesn't get enough of the big games because a lot of West Coast folks, unfortunately, get scouted out because the times don't change. I get all of that. But to say Zeke is head and shoulders above everybody else when you got these two backs blowing it up day in and day out, Ah, you missed me with that one.
6: I would give him I mean, the dude's 17% more productive than Zeke, 12% more than David Johnson, both went nuts this season. He's, he's literally okay, second okay, all-time in yards per, on but per but game we're
4: talking, and talking numbers, and, and football is more than just numbers. There's things that you bring to the table that you can't quantify. You bring to the table the fact that Zeke is probably one of the best running backs in pass protection, and he's a rookie. You talk about... David Johnson, who really only has Larry Fitzgerald, there's nobody else that they can really throw to. They, they had Michael Floyd, and he got DUI. He's not even there anymore. But still, he was in the. He came out of, I think, northern Iowa or something like that, played uh, all 16 he games, like started favorite, five last yeah. year, came back this year, started running back, picked up right where he left off. So folks knew who that running back was going to be in Arizona. In a, a division that has Seattle, and we all know about uh, Seattle leading the boom, So, yeah, he was still able to be productive. So he doesn't get enough credit that he deserves. I think for the the season he had, he still doesn't get the credit that he deserves. So Bell is great. They're all phenomenal running backs. But I cannot put him head and shoulders above everybody else. I can't do it.
3: You know, and the other thing thing to look at, K-Star, is if you don't want to listen to us, if you look at MVP voting, right, and, and you look at the candidates, right, the only running back in that discussion. And and he's not gonna win it. And I think he got you know, it's it's sad that because the cowboys wrap things up early and they cut back his playing time. It it's 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 sad that because the cowboys wrap things, so, it, it, things up early that that's probably gonna penalize Zeke for for awards. Okay. But the reality of it is, even even with him playing not playing the last game and only carrying the ball 12 times in the game before, he's still being mentioned with Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, um, you know, as an MVP candidate. He's still being discussed. The only running back that's being discussed. Now, before you say it, does the NFL always know what they're talking about? No, they don't. Okay. But I, I say that to say, kind of back JB up, Le'Veon Bell is a beast. i take him on the Cowboys in a second. I would not take him over Zeke. I like what Zeke has done. I, I have watched my team since I was a little boy. I'm telling you, I have never, on the Cowboys, I've never seen this before. And in the NFL, man, I got to tell you, I was, I, I, was, I was a young man when Dickerson did it. Dickerson, Dickerson was a monster. And this is next to Dickerson, and I don't just mean numbers wise. I just mean looking at the performance as a rookie. It's the best rookie running back I've seen since Dickerson. And Bell's, like I said, I ain't blasting Bell. Bell's nice. He's nice. He deserve. He's right there, right there, man. I've been saying it for three weeks. But dude, man, you you know you you, you gotta you gotta. Yeah, I get you. You know you got your your terrible towel and you're swinging it. I get it, man. You're excited for your team, man, but, you know. It's not just that. It, it, it's
6: not just I mean, by any measure, he's better. By, by quite a bit. I mean, he's only been in for a year, to your point, but the fact that dude is averaging 156 yards per game is insane. That's insane. Because,
1: because they need him, to. No, because he's great. Because they need him, Why can't him too? because he's great? Yeah,
2: no. It, 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 they, they really do need him to do that. So they're, they they, they from him.
1: He had, like, 135 per game in 2014. I mean, the the dude's great. And the only reason why Le'Veon isn't into that
6: that conversation from EP is because his dumbass, unfortunately, got suspended.
2: Well, Tom Brady got suspended, and he's in the conversation. He's a quarterback. Yes, yes, yes.
6: Yes. Trust me,
2: he has more to do with him being just a quarterback. Yeah, trust me on that. Trust me on that.
6: Uh, okay, so why wouldn't Le'Veon be in this discussion if he played 16 games?
1: Well,
2: you don't want to say it because it was due to suspension. I'm just telling you there's another guy that's suspension and he's in the conversation.
1: So you tell me yeah, why that he's not in the quarterbacks,
2: Yeah, a quarterback. All the MVP candidates are quarterbacks except for Zeke. Okay, but he's not in the conversation due to his suspension. <laughs> <laughs> choose another Choose another reason. Yes, yeah, 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 right? it's, a,
6: it's a suspension
2: then, and so, position. So so Tom Brady gets the accession because he's a quarterback?
3: Yes.
6: And
2: he's
3: Tom Brady. Come on, K Star man. Come on, man. You, you, wow. Even you wow. have. How? even, I even. On, what? I mean, are we
1: going
3: to ignore the fact that all you the just said, candidates? Let
1: five, you just five, said, four NBA wait, wait, candidates wait, wait. for quarterbacks. Are we going to ignore wait, wait, that wait. fact?
3: You just, you just said that <laughs> Le'Veon Bell is not being considered because he was suspended. And then Trane said, but Tom Brady was suspended, and then Tom was suspended for four games. Maybe I'm for three. And he's being considered. And then your response is, well, it's Tom Brady. And he's a quarterback. <laughs> ain't got yeah, and to all them candidates are quarterbacks, except for Zeke. Well, The
6: point ain't that you made to do with earlier the was he's the only running back to be in the got, mix of MVP.
3: Right, but it ain't got nothing to do with the fact that Tom Brady also did something that's never been done 28-2. Right? 28 TDs, two interceptions. Okay? I'm not saying Brady is worthy. I'm just simply saying that was no, a quarterback. I'm saying so he's not worthy because he was suspended four games. But I'm saying the 12 that he played, he played on such a high level, they had to throw him in that discussion. So I'm saying is, while, hey, you know, and, and, and you know what? Maybe Bell should be in that discussion. Maybe he should be. But I'm stating that he isn't. I'm not saying he shouldn't be. I'm just stating that he isn't because you keep coming up with, you know, yards per touch and yards per scrimmage and, this, and whatever you can uncover uh, to, to show that he's head and shoulders above above the rest because he's asked to do more. He's carrying a bigger load because you don't have the weapons that the Cowboys have. You know, it's simple you, as that. You just, you don't.
2: Excuse me, why lady Le'Veon Bell uh... – the name is probably not mentioned for M.U.P., okay? And probably But uh, one is called Big Ben, the other is called Antonio Brown. I'm sorry, the work the between your big three is divided up. So he does not stand out head and shoulders on that, on that team as a guy. He stands out right. as if he's a missing piece. If he's a missing piece, the offense won't function right. Just the same as if, if Antonio Brown is missing, is missing the, the big three does not function right. Big Ben is, is the big three does not function right. But he doesn't stand hand and shoulders over those two. That's, that's one of the main reasons uh, why not he's not missing. That he that's, that's, that's fair. The, that's fair, man. That's, the, that's the why he's not missing an MVP. Yeah. yeah, yeah and the, the reference to the most we, valuable player on the
4: team. Well, Traney can just walk away and drop the mic with that one. Well,
6: I not think yeah, he's man. MVP. And, and if anything, you guys are. I'm being painted as some Zeke hater or some David. I'm not at all. If anything, I'm actually was the one that was toting the Zeke for MVP discussion a couple weeks ago. So let's not get it twisted. I'm simply no, saying that no, no, what Le'Veon Bell that, is sir? doing this year, what, what, what did this year was pretty insane. And in that I mean, the guy's been doing this for quite a while. And so yeah, because of that, he should be considered the the number one sure. player at that position. By, Num- by number year, one, right? Let's, let's by back up consistency with quite a while. and everything else. He hasn't. He hasn't been doing it for quite a while. All
4: right, I'm looking at his stats from um, when he started in 2013. He started 13 games, only about 860 yards, three and a half yards per rush. 24 average over 100 yards
6: per scrimmage.
1: Here we go with the first thing. Oh, anyway, because that's how you measure running back in this NFL era. Why wouldn't
2: season. you do that? We well, mean, listen, he, what, what other
6: measures listen should we go this. by? Just listen, rushing listen, yards? So, I'm no, a, I'm no, no, no. You.
1: Why would we just go Not by saying, rushing yards? You. You're, you. you're taking Your one half of the equation. Your biggest ability
4: is availability. Your biggest ability is availability. And he only played six games last year. He only played six. Six games. Let me give you another stat, too. 2013, 2014, 2015 total, 2,777 yards during those three years. In one season... Not all 16 games because he rested this past week. Zeke ran for, what, 1,631 yards. Nobody is saying that you're a Zeke basher. What we're trying to tell you is Le'Veon Bell is not head and shoulders above these other backs. He's just not. Is he a beast, a great back, a phenomenal talent? Absolutely. We all agree with that. But where we disagree is when you say he's head and shoulders above everybody else. And that's why I had to ask you to get it from the horse's mouth. Are you saying that he's and shoulders above everybody else and you
6: said yes? Because he's done it over time. He's done it again this season. You're referencing his career. Again, the dude is literally, and I'll say it again, second all-time in yards per scrimmage at that position, all-time. Man, you are 130, strange, 30, man. Over 130 just like, per a 133 game. Just like How much is Because you attack. just
2: can't, you can't accept. You honestly just can't accept the fact that you got a big three that can, can put it on any time they want. Your three three gotta
1: be the best. Like they gotta be the best right. at the end yeah. of the else else it's just not good enough for you. Hold on, like I dude, thought, are you really, really man? <laughs> what I never said the best like, best why can't League. they be second they talk- in
2: their position but yet still be a beast? Or why can't they just be tied in their position and still be a beast? I don't get it. Why can't they they you everybody else?
6: Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell just happen to be the best player in the position. It is what it is
3: <laughs> let me let me let me let me let me add one let me let me add one thing, and we need to move on, but you know in their head to head matchup, Zeke outrushed and outreceived your running back, and the Cowboys also won the game in their head to head matchup. and your comment in that game, because you couldn't say zeke out or, or, or Le'Veon outperformed him, you couldn't say it because you lost and on both stats, receiving yards, and rushing yards, you know, yards from scrimmage that you so tout about, um, Zeke outdid your back. And your comment that I recall you posting was, look at the NFL uh, on uh, displaying the, 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 the top two young backs in the league. Because you and couldn't say, Zeke, look awesome. at Le'Veon. But, but you couldn't say, look at Le'Veon dominating because Zeke actually outperformed him when they played head-to-head in your stadium, mind you. Outrushed him They, they, they both put on a show. Both, were hey, multiple I, touchdowns. both put on but, a show. But he outrushed and
1: outreceived
3: your guy. More yards from scrimmage when they went head-to-head. In a game that mattered, in an offensive 35-30 to 30 game, where Zeke was asked to carry a load, because some games he don't have to, like your guy, and he performed, and that's my point. k star, is when you only look at when you only look at that one stat and don't use the eye test and don't use football knowledge to watch the games and actually see what's going on, you're cutting yourself short. You are smarter than that. I've been on this show with you long enough to know that you are smarter than that, except when we talk about your Steelers.
6: <laughs> right. I've been right. I've been on point on the Steelers for four years. Time that Le'Veon Bell flat before anyone else was Antonio Brown. Before it was trendy to say they were the best of positions. I'm sorry. I I've had Le'Veon Bell as a rookie because I see them Because I see them every year and I see them
3: before everyone else.
1: Team. I'm not even to you know. I had obviously. Le'Veon.
3: Wait wait. I had yeah, Le'Veon Bell as a
1: rookie. He was good.
3: And he was out the first four games and I still took him. So don't say you you knew about him before. I know he was gonna be a bad man.
1: Well, well, why
3: I don't you get off Brother James act like r- his, his
2: rookie year wasn't shit?
3: <laughs> but you know it was good. I don't think anyone – I think I think you've got – I think you've got nothing but love uh, for Le'Veon. Just like this is reminiscent of what we went through with Big Ben for years. For sure. And you wanting Big Ben to be the best. Always he's got to be – and us uh, telling you, hey, man, <laughs> there's this guy named Tom Brady. There's this guy named Peyton Manning. And then we know Peyton dropped off the last couple of years, but over his career, there's this guy named Aaron Rodgers. There's this guy named Drew Brees, who, who just happened for the fifth time in his career, throw for 5,000 yards where no one else has done it more than once. And it was hard. Like, who do we take out to put Ben in there? Well, we couldn't until Peyton retired. But every year we had to hear you say, Ben is the best. Ben is, you know, he, he's up there. And I didn't say he did,
6: belonged to be in this discussion.
3: No, 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 no. I didn't think he was the best player
6: at, the, at his position. What? I never said that.
3: You have, you I have never said come he was the best player show? at his position. You have never come on this show. I've been at the show. Tom Brady. You have, man, don't make me have to go through the archives and prove you wrong. Go through it? I've never said he's the best player at his position. I've always
6: been at the Tom Brady. absolutely to came Brady. on here.
3: and You have absolutely come on this show and done the same thing you're doing about Le'Veon with Big Ben. And said, and matter of fact, if we go back far enough on Facebook, you put it out there too. Best quarterback in the NFL. Yes, you have done that, sir. I have not. Man, okay, man. If I, man, if I, if I do, uh, man, okay. Anyway, we need to move on. We need to move on. They laugh because they know I'm right. That's that's what the, that's what the humor is. Oh, oh, you know what?
2: Position. I, I wish
6: I I'll had never a victory a best like best that. I wouldn't.
2: Position. I wouldn't call in the best at nothing. I'd just be happy that they're kicking people butts. That's <laughs> just me. I am happy. And I am happy. I'm very happy. He want his cake and and your cake and eat both of them. That's what he <laughs> but, wants. But you know? I tell
6: like you, the original point. the real quick. The original point of the post wasn't honestly to bash him. was actually surprised the yard for scrimmage
2: Discrimination. That was all.
6: And I <laughs> yeah but you were after all three special players
3: yeah but you you are still maintaining your belief that he's head and shoulders, and that's where we come in and say no he, he, yes it's it's a it's a very interesting when you look at these three i myself i i know statistically johnson is there i'm not I'm not there just yet with him my own belief, but i can't i cannot deny the 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 uh output can't deny it. He, he, the numbers speak for themselves. But you know, Arizona's got to get some wins. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, but the whole point of the game is not statistics. It's actually the win. Okay, and that's the whole point of the game. And so when I look at impact, you know, you know, your team won your division. My team won the division. You know, Arizona well, didn't make he, playoffs.
2: Well, T. In in reference to that, let's let, let me let me put it in this context. As 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 one as to be considered one of the top backs, yes, David Johnson should definitely should definitely be there. When you talk about impact to the team, it's not that he doesn't have impact to the team. You know what I'm saying? One, it's a team, so their weaknesses lie in areas that he has zero control over. And sometimes just being that top guy, that beast of a running back, is not enough to get your teams to W. You experienced it with the Cowboys. What's his name? They no, I mean, no. still had the same offensive line. You still had Demarco Murray. This dude was still able to run the ball, but yet it didn't translate to W's.
3: Well, well, no. Demarco Murray ran for a team record, and the team was twelve and four, won the division, and went to. I'm talking about the. the I'm
2: talking about the following. I'm talking, talking about the. I'm talking about the following year. I'm talking about the not the well, year they went twelve yeah, the four.
3: I'm talking about the yeah, year when you lost when you guys lost the quarterback. That was wasn't it. the running. That's what's the problem, no. It wasn't the running back. What, what it that, was that, the but that's,
2: but, that's, but, but that's, exactly my, that, that's exactly my point. My point is, even though when your running back can be productive, even though he can't, even in the 12 and 4 season, you stated it and it was true. Even the games, I think, uh, what's his name, missed a game in, in that one. Uh, uh, Romo missed a game there. They still had DeMarco Murray, DeMarco but that particular game didn't translate into a win, even though DeMarco Murray was still successful at running the ball. So David Johnson is successful at running the ball, but, I'm but it doesn't mean he that, shouldn't be considered but, but, because the team but, is not winning. But,
3: but, but here's the problem. I'm not saying that Darren McFadden is one of the best backs in the NFL last year. I'm not saying that. He was productive, but I'm not I – wouldn't, I wouldn't even and – he, and he was fourth in rushing, but I, I wouldn't even – he's not even on my radar screen when we're talking about the best backs and we're adding David Johnson to the conversation, I'm saying statistically he's producing, but I, when, when I judge, I also, when I judge impact, it's not just that, it shows up in the win column. And yes, I get it. It's a team game. No doubt about it, but hollow yards can't make you the best in the game. It just can't. Why do you think Barry Sanders retired? You know, and why do you think there was, okay, let me tell you something, prime. Barry said, okay. let me tell you something, Barry Sanders, right. hands down, was a better running back than Emmett Smith,
1: hands yeah. down,
3: hands down, but why is Emmett Smith widely considered, and this isn't just me talking, this is just pundits,
5: mm-hmm.
3: one of the, why? Because he won three Super Bowls, <laughs> because he was a part of a team that produced, but Bear, to me, Barry Sanders was a better running back. So,
2: well, I'm, but that would prove my point right there, T. is it's, I mean, the hollow. The example of hollow yards would be Calvin Johnson. I mean, he was with the mm. only sixteen Detroit Lions man. But as well, long yeah, as that I would, boy played up until up until maybe a year before his retirement, we were like, dude, you're the best receiver in the league, hands down. You was a beast. He had every yeah, but, physical skill you could possibly have, but he had a buttload of hollow, hollow yards. Okay, but, but you would always put in the conversation um, but, of the top receiver, would you not?
3: I would put him in the conversation of the top receiver, and I'm putting David Johnson in the conversation. I'm saying I need to see more. I'm saying the stats speak for themselves like Calvin Johnson. They speak, but I need to see. This
1: is a team
3: that, you know, that, you know this was a playoff team a year ago. Two years ago. yeah, And now, and, it's, and I'm not blaming him, but we're not talking about a Jacksonville. We're not talking about, you know, uh, a Buffalo or, you know, we're talking about a team that got some talent. And so I need me when I'm ranking, I look at Zeke and I say, wow. I mean, you know, totally helped transform the Cowboys and make them who they are today with how well he's playing. Bell similar situation over there in Pittsburgh. We know D'Angelo Williams played some productive ball, but it ain't the same Johnson. I need to see more and I need to see that productivity translate into more success for the team for me to say, okay, here we go. Now, now we got a three hundred uh, race here.
6: Uh, real real quick, David, David Johnson, spectacular. Um, he if I were to rank it, I would I would put I would do Le'Veon then Zeke and then David Johnson and a tease point. The only reason why I say that though David Johnson barely has more yards for scrimmage is that um, and I had him in a couple fancy leagues and played him on weekly sites, all that good stuff. But a lot of David Johnson's production did come when they were down at Carson Palmer literally was just checking down to a all game. So though I mean they, they can be a lot of these yards could be argued as non impact, more empty. Ish. I don't think that it's a knock on the player, um, but I do think that it's harder to get those 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 yardage uh, those yards when, you're, when your when your team is leading or when your team is in contention relative to when your team is down and you're seeing different schemes and defenses are playing more prevent and soft coverage and letting you have those underneath uh, dump offs and such.
3: And, and, and here's my here's my final point on this. Because Pittsburgh doesn't quite have the weapons, you know Bell is going to um, get the ball. Dallas, we know Zeke's going to get the ball. We now know, or do we, that Dave Johnson's going to get the ball. You see what I mean? Their game's over there. They're playing from behind. Are they passing? Are they running? What are they doing? You, you, You just don't know. So I personally, and I hate to say I penalize him because it ain't his fault. It is a team game, so maybe that's too strong. I need to see more. I need to see more. Let's see what happens next year. looks like they're bringing back Arians. Um, Good for them, I guess. Um, You know, uh, and we'll see what they do at quarterback because I'm hearing that maybe maybe they're going to try to do some things at quarterback. And let's see what happens. They let Floyd go, which, you know, now he's over there in in New England being productive. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Right now, I look at Bell. I look at Zeke. I put those guys, you know, one and one A or one and one. And then when you look at the next level of quarterback running backs, yeah, Johnson's right there. And if he can maintain it next year, you know, your boy Howard. Similar discussion, right? You know, can he come back next year and do it? He, he's got all the tools. Oh, yeah. He's got, you know, he can run between hey. the tackles and he can catch. You know, he, he He's you know how to catch better out of the backfield, though.
2: Jesus,
6: you <laughs> 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 know, he can, he can work on that in the off-season.
3: Um, actually, but I anyway, all
6: right, real quick, so, uh, right. Howard, just, just just to give just to give train some love, dude. Actually, uh, apparently, from a rushing standpoint, finished third in the league and from yards per game and sixteen hundred rushing yards. Jesus Christ, uh, an average of one hundred seven point four per game. Dude definitely has a bright future as long as he continues to improve and, like you said, working his hands in the offseason. But that's you pretty impressive. have
2: 1,600
6: rushing? He didn't have yeah, 1,500 1, rushing yards. No. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll look at total. I'll look at total. My bad. He had, yeah, he had 1,300 uh, rushing yards, averaged 87 a game Um, rushing and 20 receiving. Yeah. So pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty next, damn good season, though.
3: And, and next year yeah. we could be talking about four running backs. Um. Yeah, I think personally, I think Adrian Peterson's all done. Um, I don't think we'll ever see him at at that level again. Um I I just don't. I think the the toll of the injuries I mean, there's only so many times that you can come back from these these, these serious injuries and like they say, Father Time is undefeated. Um so I, I I I don't think I don't think he'll be in the discussion any further. The next discussion with Adrian Peterson will be where does he rank all time? Um, but I don't think next – I just don't see it. But I think, you know, th- these four, hey, next year, you know. But anyway, we're, we're still on this year train. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, so that took a little longer than I thought, but that's okay. It was it was worth it. Um, I, I need a minute. You guys, you know, you can jump in in a second, but I need to play this. And I need to respond I hope it came out clear enough for everybody to hear It wasn't on YouTube um, Which is usually where I get my audio from um, I actually had to physically record it off my TV So I want y'all to just It's about two minutes I want y'all to check this out So um, check out this clip How about Finally,
1: it's here And I'm sure you've all heard the news already The Cowboys are going to win a Super Bowl! The Cowboys are going to win a Super Bowl! They've got the best record, Stephen A., the best running back, the best duo of rookies we've seen in, like, forever! How about them, Cowboys, eh? Whatever. I've got a message for all the sorry Cowboy fans out there, and yes, to name names, Max Elliott. That includes Denzel Washington, Allen Iverson, LeBron James, even though he can't seem to make up his damn mind about which team loves from day to day, by the way, and any other member of the delusional, obnoxious, most pathetic fan base in American history, that's right, I said it, y'all ain't the champions yet, and you ain't gonna be either, never mind that you'll probably face Aaron Rodgers or the Giants in the divisional playoff round, or that you'll likely have a date versus Seattle after that, assuming they're their business against Detroit or Atlanta. Things are already messed up for the Cowboys. Sure, it was just a meaningless regular season game, but we did see Tony Romo, didn't we? We still have folks clamoring for him despite what Dak Prescott has done, don't we? Isn't Dak still a rookie? How about Ezekiel Elliott? And all these dudes everyone's bragging about. How about how Demarcus Lawrence is back? How about how Randy Gregory is back? Well, here's another couple of questions y'all may not have considered. Why were they going in the first place? And are you sure they'll remain eligible for the entire postseason? Guess what? I'm actually not joking. I'm very serious. When I say this franchise is an accident waiting to happen, damn it, I mean it. Somehow, someway, agendas other than simply winning always elevate to the surface when it comes to these boys. And I have no reason to believe otherwise right now. Following a 13-3 season, right with pure dominance on most occasions, it's all cowboys. They've already been crowned. I've heard it. But that's only by fools still fawning over yesteryear. Not the rest of us. Who still remember this year's Super Bowl champion actually doesn't get crowned until February? Ah, oh, that's
0: your boy Stephen A. Smith, folks.
3: All right, so there's so many places I can go with this. Um, you know, I'm now I am now losing respect for Stephen A. Smith, like totally, because I. I so here's the thing. First thing to educate everyone out there, um, when we talk about the Dallas Cowboys, we are talking about the number one valued sports franchise in the entire world. That includes all the soccer franchises over there in Europe. It includes everybody. Number one valued in the entire world. Research it yourself. If you don't believe me, just go to Forbes. Number one. Okay? When we talk about the Dallas Cowboys, we're talking about the number one watched team in the NFL pretty much every year. Even last year, the top three games that were televised outside of the Super Bowl, regular season games, the top three on a team that was 4-12 and 12 were Cowboy games, okay? So we're talking about a team that's very visible, that people love to love, and people love to hate. My problem is, is, is multiple fold. First of all, Skip Bayless left ESPN in first take and took a job over – At Fox Sports To do a show called Undisputed Which is just a first take knockoff It is the exact same format As a matter of fact, Lil Wayne Did the opening for Undisputed And he was on first take today with Wale Go figure Skip Bayless is making Five million dollars a year And what he does All day, every day Is pretty much talk about the Cowboys The Cowboys are why Skip Bayless is making so much money Number one, number two is LeBron James those are, his two, those are his two places he goes, which is what has escalated him visibly because he picked two very visible entities, okay? But Stephen A. Smith is doing the same thing. If you watch the segments on first take, the majority of them, even when the Cowboys are not doing well, has something to do with the Cowboys. This is, I, I, it is a complete mind game. To stimulate a reaction, so that people will continue to turn in, tune in, either live or on Facebook. He does videos where he'll tell you, uh, you know, I'm about to go in and go in on these Cowboys. He knows what generates ratings, so for that I give him credit. But he sits there and lies and makes things up that just aren't true. And for that, I have no sympathy for the man. First of all, every team has – fan is short for fanatic. That's where the term comes from. And every team has fanatics that think that their team is going to win the Super Bowl every year. That doesn't make the Cowboys fan base, which, frankly, I don't like either. Doesn't make them any worse than any other fan base, number one, okay? Um, number two, well, why wouldn't even a, a learner pundit not give the Cowboys a chance your very own football power index had the Cowboys as the third uh, likely team to win the Super Bowl behind the Patriots and the Falcons so why is it so delusional that the Cowboys could actually do it this year and you say accident waiting to happen there's 32 teams in the NFL only one going to the Super Bowl so based on your analysis as long as they don't win the Super Bowl, you're right. And you have a 1 in 32 chance of being wrong. I take those odds any day. We are not living in the age of a dynasty in Dallas just yet. Might be coming, but we're not there yet. And all this other stuff about people clamoring for Tony Romo, that, that's media clamoring for Tony Romo. That issue's been dead. He went and played one series. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. He played one series. No one's clamoring for him, except for the delusional fans that every team has. When you talk about some of the players that might get suspended, we just talked about two MVP caliber players that were suspended this year. I don't hear you mentioning that. Tom Brady, Le'Veon Bell, I don't hear you mentioning that. I am at the point where I'm really questioning whether I want to even continue to patronize this show with all the blasphemy and misrepresentations that they continue to profess about my team. And don't get me started on the other guy on the other network, Mr. Bayless. Don't get me started on him and the courage of his convictions who makes stuff up too. Listen, I get it. It's about ratings. We're trying to get more people here. But if I have to lie to get more people to listen to the Madden voice, then I'm all done. Because my integrity and my football integrity means more to me than misrepresentation just to get a few more listeners. I'm done. I've said my piece. You guys want to jump in and add anything we can? If not, we can move on. Holler at me.
6: You need to get all first take, man. Driving you nuts. It's a waste of your time. (laughs) (laughs) What the problem? problem. He's getting paid. He's getting paid to troll cowboy fans because, like you said, it's the most popular franchise and one that draws the most viewers. And you have on the other side, Skip, trying to exploit them as well.
3: But it's working. Is is the problem? It's working. It wouldn't bother me if they were doing it and it wasn't working. You know, Fox Sports has created a show. Based on Cowboy bashing They talk about other things But their number one topic every day is the Cowboys Okay ESPN has moved First Take from ESPN2 To ESPN So it's working You know You go on Facebook and sign up For ESPN First Take Like Stephen A. Smith's fan page I'm not saying you gotta keep liking it Like it for a few days Watch his videos It's working That's my problem Is is people are not, you know, wake up, wake up, stop feeding into it, and heaven forbid, man, I, I'm trying to not let. I mean, hey, I want them to win, but man, I I I live in Bristol, Connecticut, as you guys know. I live. Jay, what do you say? Am I 10 minutes from ESPN? Maybe. Yeah.
4: 10, maybe 15 at the most. I
3: ain't 15. Hey, you, you, yeah. i go with 10. In, 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 yeah, I can get that. 10. 10 minutes. 10 minutes from ESPN. I can be ESPN in 10 minutes. I know the hotel where they all stay at when they come up and stay over. Double tree. I know exactly where yeah. it is. I've been there many times.
5: Okay? Yeah, you,
3: I know. Yeah, so, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not saying this in a threatening way. I'm saying it in a, let me get up there and debate some of these cats, man. Let me get up there and go one-on-one with these bros. Make me sick. All right. Anyway, um, I had a question for JB. You know, we've done a lot of talking about Zeke and all of that, but I have a question for JB, and and, and I want you guys all to chime in, and I want I, and I want you know, honest feedback on this one. JB, I'm gonna start with you. So we saw Mr. Romo come in and play a series, and let's just be honest, he looked he looked great for a guy who hasn't played any meaningful snaps in over a year, missed a beat and ended up taking them to their only um, touchdown. Touchdown. Mm -hmm. Um, We saw Mr. Sanchez come in and look like crap, horrible. Okay. Um, If you're Jerry Jones, does what you saw, now I, again, I'm asking my team. I'm gonna flying blah, 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 what they say on TV. I'm asking you guys. I'm gonna start with JB. Does that change anything for you, seeing how effective Romo was on that one drive?
4: I'm doing whatever I have to do to keep him with the star on the helmet, and that's really all there is to say about that watching Sanchez, Sanchez, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and, T, I saw your tweet. I didn't even respond because it really was nothing to respond to. I didn't want to see none of it. Um, he was really there just to fill a roster spot, and it showed when, when he was out there this past weekend. We already know how beneficial it is to have a quality backup. And, obviously, there there is no other – quality backup out there the likes of Romo. You do what you have to do to keep him in uniform. I don't care if you got to pay a luxury tax, be you a salary cap, whatever the hell you got to do. Because we've seen last year what happens when you don't have a quality backup. So keep him in uniform for the Cowboys
3: no matter what. And, okay, so that's next year. And what about this year?
4: Uh, in terms of this year, uh, does it change anything? He's Was he sharp? Absolutely Is it still Dak's team? Yes it is So from that standpoint I don't think it changes anything at all From from after this year Perhaps but this year I think everything Stays status quo
3: Okay Dr. Train Same question for you
2: At this point I wouldn't change anything man Um, Not even for next season Okay
3: to okay. play. He's earned that. He's earned that spot. Yeah. Okay.
6: K star. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't change anything for me either. I. I think it's encouraging for him to play well for you guys. Obviously, in case something were to happen, but ultimately, I think it's better for next season. For maybe the off season, if you guys were to trade him to, you know, demonstrate that hey, this guy's still Tony Romo and still very, very much a top tier quarterback, but you know, Dak's been so good. You can't really do much about removing him. In my opinion, like he's just too good.
3: Okay. So, so um I disagree with all of you. Um but not probably not what you think. Yeah, I'm probably not going to say what you think I'm going to say, but I do disagree. Um I think first of all, I'm going to start with next year. Um Jay, I think in theory, yes. In reality, I think Romo has has earned the chance. Is showing he can still play at that level has earned a chance to go be a starter somewhere. And with everything that he's given Dallas, um, if he wants to leave, I think Dallas needs to accommodate him. If he wants to stay, which I'm pretty sure he doesn't, um, as a backup, um, then that's great. But if he wants to leave, then I think Dallas owes him the courtesy of figuring out a way to trade him, release him, whatever, whatever works, and give him a chance to start over somewhere else. Simple as that. That's my belief. Um, for this year, one thing that changed for me, I would stick with Dak, but I'm going to tell you something. Um, I'm looking ahead to the Giants and I'm saying, because, you know, we're going to talk about the playoff seeds in a minute. Um, but the Giants are going to Green Bay to play. Giants have had success in Green Bay historically. I don't think they're going to win and we're going to talk about that, but let's just say they won. If they win and you know the detroit is is uh is going to play Seattle. I don't think anyone gives them much of a chance there. Um, obviously, we all know how the seating works. If Detroit wins that game, they go to Dallas uh, You know if any of you think Detroit can beat Seattle, we'll talk about it, but let's just for my for purposes of my my position, if Seattle wins and the Giants win, then the Giants come to Dallas um Four. I'm going to tell you, i start Dak, but Romo be ready. Because Dak hasn't beaten the Giants twice. And while I agree it's hard to beat a team three times in one season, Dak's a rookie who has not beaten this team yet. It's in his mind. It's in his head. Not saying he can't do it. I'm saying, Romo, you know, I may throw Romo a few extra reps this, that week. You know, I I, 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 I I got Romo ready to go because if it gets into the second half and we're not, you know, doing what we've done most of the year, I may make a move because, one, we saw what Tony did in that one series, so I don't see any rust. And, two, we know he can beat the Giants. And I'm sorry. I agree it's Stack's job. I absolutely agree with him. But this team trying to win a Super Bowl. And if you go out for first half and it's seventeen to seven Giants, you know seventeen to three Giants, and and you know the, the offense is stuttering, they ain't getting it done, man. For me, I'm sorry, Dak. Bringing Tony in, man. We trying to win a Super Bowl. I'll deal with you later. I'll deal with you Monday. I'll deal, you know, you know. Hopefully we can have. Hopefully on Monday's press conference. I will have to ask the question of who my starter is next week. Because right now, you ain't getting it done. And there is no tomorrow. See, this ain't the regular season. It's playoffs. It's one and done. And, I, and, and, and I'm going to say this. We saw Bill Belichick pretty much do the same thing. You know, we saw, we saw Tom Brady went out, playoffs. Bledsoe came in, won the game. Now, Brady wasn't pulled, but he was out. Bledsoe came in, but who started the next game? Brady. Belichick said, I still think Brady gives us our best chance. So I ain't worried about, you know, what happens after, you know, hey, do you give Dak? Hey, okay, get Dak back the job. It's his job. But for that game against the Giants in particular, man, I got Tony Romo ready to go. That's the only thing that changed for me. I was shocked. At how well he played. I was shocked because I really thought, you know, hey, throw a couple passes, handoff, one or two series, maybe get a field goal out of it and they'll get him out of there. This dude went downfield. He went aggressive. And when they talked to him and asked him about it, there, there was a rationale for it. The man, he's still the better quarterback. I'm sorry. I have people that don't agree with me, but he is the better quarterback. I've been putting it out there right now. I agree with that. Earn the job; it's his job. But I'm sorry, Tony's the better quarterback. And that one drive reinforced it to me. Yeah. Was
2: that? I said, yeah. I, that that that's something I've been stating from the beginning. That that hasn't changed changed with me. It's just that when you're winning, how do you change? <laughs> right. How you do to right. the take them out? Yeah.
6: Right. Yeah. When you say better, I, I, it's like how much better? Yeah. Talking about like really fine night. Type you know stuff like a hair, you know like, Dak's just been so damn good.
3: <laughs> I don't I don't Dak think has, it's by Dak hair. has been I I don't think it's by hair either. Dak has been winning yeah. and Dak doesn't turn the ball over, which has produced wins, and I can't knock that. Dak Dak, you know, but Dak, here, here's the Dak advantage: doesn't turn the ball over, and he's mobile. Read option. Roma has every other advantage though. So. <laughs> he knows the scheme. He know, you know, I mean, if, if you watch the games and, and there's certain things that you can see, even in that one drive, you know, that, that, that first pass to Williams, he saw what was going on. He saw that they were going to come at him, you know, and, he, and, he, and he, he, he changed the protection around and knew he had Williams one-on-one. You don't see Dak doing that. Now, granted, over the last couple weeks, Dak has opened it up just a little bit. He's opened it up. He's starting to open it up. But he's not there yet. And he'll get there. I believe he will get there. But he ain't there just yet. Not like Tony. And he shouldn't be. He's a rookie. Tony's been playing 10, 12 years. So, you know, I give the guy a break. But I'm just saying, my main point is this. We try to win a Super Bowl. I worry about your feelings later. We're trying to win a Super Bowl. And if you go in and lay an egg in the first half against the Giants, I may very well have to make that move. Question is, will Jason Garrett have the – balls to if that is the case. That's the question and we we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Anyway, all right, I was just curious what you guys thought about that. Uh let's take a look at some of these games, man. We got we got we got we got some uh we got some wild card games this weekend. And um let's see, I'm looking at the schedule here and we've got let's see on Saturday uh looks like you play Saturday, right, K-Star?
6: No, uh, we play yeah. Sunday at 1. Oh, it's Sunday at one? No. You gotta play Saturday. Yeah. No, nah, we 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 play
4: we play it's Sunday at one bro. Yeah, they play they play Sunday at
3: one against the Dolphins. I'm pretty Are you sure. Oh it's a, yeah, 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 I see it now. Sunday at does, one. Does that seem okay. like something I
6: wouldn't be so sure about?
3: I mean <laughs> Damn, you guys you guys call me a
6: homer, and I can't even get credit for it. no my team's scheduled
2: games. We have, team. to, we have no, to no, check no. you, dog. I mean, first of all, you got the best best of the best 3 in in the league and and now we don't even, you know, you might not know what day your team. Are. We we have to, oh, we, we have to the check
1: best with you, football man. day too. We got Sunday, baby.
3: You know, you know what's what's really what's really interesting is when you look at the AFC and you look at Brady and you look at Ben, right? Um I mean, and this is it, you know, uh, it, it's almost setting up very nicely. I mean, Alex Smith is a good—he's a good quarterback, but he's not a great quarterback. But you know, man, K Star, you just let me just say this, man—you're getting a break, bro,
5: <laughs> because man. the guy
3: that you know—I mean, Matt Moore is okay. We had him in Dallas. You know, he's okay, but Tannehill's better. You know, I mean, that you know, he was a starter for a reason. You know, Oakland lost Carr. Now McGloin's hurt. We don't know what's going to happen to him. Houston, they're a mess. Their quarterback situation is just a, just a mess. I mean, you, you, you are sitting in a very enviable position, Mr. Shaw, that your team could have a nice path to end up in Foxborough in a few weeks to play for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And a lot of that, and I'm not saying you wouldn't have done it, but it certainly helps when these starters are, aren't playing. These starting quarterbacks aren't playing.
6: Yeah, no, that's totally true. Um, it does suck, though. I really would rather teams be fully healthy, but, I mean, it is a nice opportunity. It does seem to set up to be an, an inevitable showdown in the A-C title game, for sure, based off some of these injuries, uh, whereas it may have been a little bit more work. But, um, yeah, that sucks. I think that sucks as a whole. But it, good for,
3: come on, man. Come good, good, on, good come
1: good on I Good mean, opportunity. I mean, it does come suck. Come on, man. Come on, on,
3: man. It, ball, it, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it feels yeah. a little reassuring. It
1: feels a little reassuring. I wish
3: Earl Thomas was playing in Seattle, man, because, you know, if we play Seattle, I want them at full strength. Come on, man.
6: Nah, no, nah, I, I think I'm just talking about, I'm just talking about from like the whole playoff watching experience. But, yeah, I mean, certainly it's definitely good for, good for the Steelers, which makes me smile. I mean, it, the opportunity, it, it's on us, right? If we don't make it to the basic title game, then we just failed with this, with this cakewalk of a road. I mean, the ministry teams, the Chiefs certainly are really good, but um, I don't know if Alex Smith can out-duel Ben in the divisional round if it, if it comes to that. Hopefully this doesn't become a sound by for like four more years, though. So we'll see.
3: All right. Um, I want to I go to Dr. Train on Detroit going out to Seattle. Seattle has not looked like Seattle for parts of the year. Um, you know Detroit. You know probably better than all of us. You see them twice a year. They're in your division, but they're going to Seattle. In your opinion, do they have a chance to pull the upset? Yeah, they have a chance. I believe. I believe they do. I don't think they will, but they do definitely
2: have a chance. Detroit is a uh, you know Matthew Stafford. He doesn't have Calvin Johnson, so you know he actually does go through all his progressions. He tries to get all his targets. You know what I'm saying? It's, It's it's when you talk about an MVP fourteen for Detroit, it definitely has been uh, it has been um, uh, Stafford. But uh, I've also seen the the many mistakes in how teams can actually beat Detroit, and I just think Seattle is made up to do so. You know, the one disadvantage on Seattle is you know their offensive line is just really really bad. So how can Detroit take advantage of that? you know and and is Ziggy's health in question, you know because he was out for a minute
3: okay um, so I just thought of something interesting so i want i wanna hear a debate i I'm always debating i wanna hear one okay so here here's what i'd like here's what I'd like us to do for the fans um i got I got train with Green Bay. And I got J.B. with the Giants. Okay? Now, I'm not asking who you really believe is going to win. I'm saying make the case that your team, J. with the Giants, NFC East, K. Uh, I'm sorry, Train with the Packers. Obviously in the you north. You really want me to okay? be on the side of the Packers? Buddy? What are you saying? Well, hey, man, I'm I'm putting you both through some hurt. But one of them's gonna win. enough, so man. We we'll get switches up or something, bro. Make, make me one. If I got to endure the G man, you got to endure
4: the Packers, bro. This is hurting. Nah, me. I like
2: that. You guys, hey, you guys are so giants I say and up.
4: the Packers better than, than I'm one another would. <laughs> Yo, hey, Trey, man,
1: man. So. <laughs> Yo, Trey, the Packers. my man Bernie
6: Mac. This something man. Train, train. I know you hate it to be play the devil's advocate. You you know the Packers through and through. Same thing with Brother
2: Jay.
3: He knows the Giants through him, through. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Who wants to go I first?
5: I'll let uh, you
4: go first. Yeah, I'm going I'll go first. All right. Man, this is going to hurt me. Okay. Here we go. With the Giants, you've you got a team that's obviously hot, and they're, and they're on fire at the right time. You've got Eli Manning, who has made it through the regular season, even though he's put up pedestrian-like numbers. His his money is made in the postseason, and that's where we're coming down to the postseason. You've got the defense obviously playing the way they had expected them to play with all the money they invested on that side of the ball. It really doesn't matter for me where they play, even though, granted, the Packers are hot, they're able to get into the playoffs and win the division. It still boils down to crunch time. And although Aaron Rodgers is the man of all men, and, and I get all of that, um, he still doesn't have – two Super Bowl rings like Eli. I think the pedigree of Eli Manning combined with that defense is going to be enough to knock the Packers off.
3: Okay. Dr. Train So, uh first I'm gonna
2: start with uh the Packers pass rush. You know what I'm saying? The reason why I'm starting with the Packers pass rush is because they're playing against a team whose offensive line hasn't been able to uh Hasn't been able to block all well this season, so I think that is a huge weakness for for literally the uh, for the Giants going in, going up against Matthews and going up against Peppers. And trust me, Peppers definitely knows how to return to return to form when when needed. Uh, second man, Aaron Rodgers has been playing lights out down the stretch. It's it's kind of sickening, but seriously, he's been playing lights out. You know, he's he he's a little underrated according to he's a little overrated according to K-Star, but, you know, he's still been playing lights out. You know, he's 4 horses, so, you know, you will see him go to work at home. And how they found a the running back in Ty Montgomery, man, give it to the coaching staff for being able being able to do that. Give it up to the coaching staff for being able to do that. So, I mean, they, they look – and they play well at home. It's in the cold. They look very strong. But, of course, New Yorkers used to play in the cold also. Uh, but at home, Aaron Rodgers playing lights out, going up against the week, uh Defensive line. Uh, they're, they're only the only question is how will that how will, will that secondary hold up against Garden? UBJ. Uh, uh, and and that's where my
4: argument kicks up a notch because you have to figure out how many folks are you going to put on him. One, two, three. You're going to do cover two and someone cover over the top. Or you, don't forget, is
2: Victor Cruz still playing? I think okay. he has. I I think okay. you put enough people. I say you put enough people. Long enough to get the pass rush into Eli Manning, which doesn't take very long. All you
4: got to do is quick slant. OBJ has shown that he can play in the slide, quick slant, three-step drop, get rid of the ball. He got
2: it for a touchdown, seventy-five. Y'all seen that happen three chucking times. Chucking hit. with a corner, with a corner, where the safety over the top, with, over the top. As long as you can, as long as you can pass rush him with no more than four or maybe five, drop a linebacker in the middle. You're not getting that slant that quick.
4: And you still got Victor Cruz on the other side that can put in work. Now, granted, he is not the Victor Cruz of old because of the injuries and the emergence of OBJ, but he's still a force to be reckoned with. You may have a little bit of an advantage when it comes to the running game for the, for the Giants because their running game has been suspect. But if I'm not mistaken, Perkins has actually come along over the last couple of weeks. So if you're shutting down OBJ and you're shutting down Cruz, you still got to worry about Perkins coming out of the backfield. So you have to worry about a running game threat to begin with. So that opens up play-action pass, loses up the corners, and now you've got potentially one-on-one on the
2: outside. And any team that guards the Giants, man, they're going to be pass-first anyway. You know, So you're going, to, you're going to look for the pass before you look for the run. And for a team, yeah, he, he's come on he's come on as of late, but it's, it's still a question mark because it's playoff time.
4: And that's all right because if they're going doing for the pass, all they got to do is keep running and pounding the ball. Defense starts to get worn out that gives the Giants' defense a chance to really recoup and get that pass rush going. So you still got, in in, in, Giants, like I said, all that money that put on the other side of the ball, getting not just good players but players that fit that particular scheme that they're looking for has made a world of difference. That's why this team didn't collapse during the second half this year like we've seen them collapse in other years. I think that defense has really kicked up an extra notch or
2: two Is going to be
4: the difference maker in this one.
2: We we'll have to see. You got a lot, a lot of if in that run game. You're starting to get a little drunk. It's all right.
3: So, so uh, yeah, K Star, who do you think? Uh, who do you think won? I think Train won.
6: You know, um, talking about the pass rush, you know, versus the Giants, and just the fact that they're going to be prepared for the pass, regardless. Um, yeah, I would go with Train's argument.
3: Yeah, I, 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 well, surprisingly, I, I thought JB made a stronger argument. It actually, had me rethinking my pick. Um, you know, I think that this is probably, you know, this is a game. I mean, obviously, you know, K Star will be looking forward to the Steeler game, but this is a game I'm looking forward to the most. Um, oh yeah, me too. You've got two, to two, 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 two teams that have been known to get hot at this time of the year playing each other. Um, uh, I, I think. One challenge is going to be that overall over the last several weeks, um, for the most part, the Giants' offense has struggled. And so if Green Bay in, you know, the cold weather of Lambeau Field can be productive against the Giants' defense, it could be a long day for the Giants. Because I don't know that the Giants – Giants don't want to get in a shootout. I, I know they have weapons. But points wise, those weapons have not produced points, so they don't want to get in the shootout. So I think that's really what it's going to boil down to. And they don't have, you know, yeah, that guy. Uh, I think you're right. I think his name is Perkins. has done. You know, he's he's, he's showing something, but they don't have a Zeke or a Bell or you know, they don't have a Bell Kyle running back back there where they can keep the ball away from Green Bay. Um, I just I personally think it's going to be a long day for New York. Um, and don't get me wrong, you know, I, of the two teams, I think I'd rather play the Giants, to be totally honest with you. Came down too. if I had a choice with the Cowboys, uh, even though we beat Mr. Rogers earlier this year, but the way he's been playing over the last several weeks, man, I don't know if I want to see him. I think I'd rather see the Giants, but I just I can't see them with what I've seen from both teams. I, don't, I personally don't see New York going into Green Bay and winning this game. I just don't see them doing it. K-Star, you agree, disagree?
6: So, this is an awesome matchup. And, you know, despite even the, the super pedigree both quarterbacks have and the fact that they've played each other in the past, I think what makes it really good is that it's team strength. Um, kind of versus team strength. The Packers', the Packers uh, passing offense, you know, is the key to their you know, overall offensive success this season whereas the Giants' pass defense has been theirs. And then on the other side, it's the Giants' pass. You know, the only offense they have is the receivers, and actually I think that's where they might have a slight edge on Green Bay. Um, You know, at first I thought Green Bay, but when I looked at it a little more, this is a pretty good stat. Green Bay gives up more receiving yards to the receiver position than any uh, team in the NFL. Well, when you look at the Giants, their strength is their offense is the Odell Beckhams and Sterling Shepherds and Victor Cruz's of the world, which I think gives them hope uh, to maybe outdo their usual offensive output on a per-game basis. So, and I, and I do think that Aaron Rodgers, as terrific he's been, might struggle a bit against this Giants defense because they, they have been top-notch. And they do have Janoris Jenkins back, and we all know the names. Um, so, I, actually, I, I do think I like the Giants in, a, in an upset. To, to pull this one off, just because of, of the strength or strength thing, and the Giants have a slight slight edge in that area.
3: Okay. Um, now I asked JB and Train to take some position, but now I'm gonna ask you guys for your pick on this game. We're not gonna pick all the games because don't really care, but on this game, I'm I'm interested. Um, you know what's your pick, Train? Um. Man
2: only for the Giants. My pick is the Giants, honestly.
3: Okay. You just, you for the Giants. Sure.
2: <laughs> I would say honestly why um Green Bay secondary. Um I think they will struggle to um to keep OBJ in check. Uh, I saw uh the other guy Sterling come on late in the season and looks really well. Uh, I think that pass rush is capable of getting to Aaron Rodgers, and you could say probably the same goes for goes to Green Bay. But I just I just think the Giants will, will pull it out. Okay. Real, real
6: quick Jason. to piggyback that, the one thing about sorry, real quick, the one thing about the Packers is that they rely a lot on blitzing, and I think that it's hard to do that against the Giants with OBJ on the outside. I know you can rotate safety, we like Train said, you know, you got Sterling Shepard and. I think that the Packers had a lot of injuries in secondary, if I remember correctly. Uh, They had, like, four safeties or something at one point. So, that's going to be tough for them to to match up.
3: Okay. JB, who are you picking?
4: Yeah, it's funny how Trane and I flip flop because I'm actually thinking the Packers are going to win this one. Um, Aaron Rodgers at home, and he's 18 18 touchdowns and zero interceptions over the last six weeks. And then they're playing at home also. And to be on the kind of role, you always want to go into the the playoffs with momentum. And I don't know if there's any team, even the Giants, that have the kind of momentum that the Packers have right now. You take that and, and the potential weather, I don't know what the weather condition is going to be, but if they're going to be Green Bay typical weather in early January, even though, yes, the Giants are accustomed to playing in cold weather, cold snowy weather. Uh, just Aaron seems to pick it up a notch, even though he's out of California. Uh, he just seems to pick it up a notch playing in cold weather, especially at home. So, uh, he he is by far and away the difference maker for the Packers. So that's why I would go with the Packers.
3: Yeah, I, and I you know I agree with I agree with JB. I've got to go with the Packers, and it is largely because of what I've seen from Aaron Rodgers. Although I'm a little I, you know, here I go. But the the press talking about how he predicted six games. He didn't predict it. He said I could see us winning, running the table. He didn't say we're gonna run the table.
1: But he said I
3: could see us doing it. There's a difference. So, you know. But that said, they did run the table. He's playing. Um, you know, last six games. You know, I'd say he's probably playing at a higher level than anybody in the NFL. Um, so, you know, got to gotta give the guy credit. And I really think that, um, you know, at home, um, Montgomery in his dual role, um, I, I think the blitz, you know, it's been proven in the NFL that over time, even a Tom Brady can be affected by a blitz. You know, if you stick with it and, you know, yeah, you can get burned, but I I, I just – I don't know. I can't – I don't see the Giants winning this game. If they were home, I probably would have a different opinion. But on the road up there in Lambeau, this guy's coming to play, my opinion.
6: It's going to be an awesome game.
3: I hope. Yes, it will be. Yeah. yeah so – so, I'm pretty sure no one's picking uh, picking Detroit over Seattle in Seattle. I think that's safe mm-hmm. to say. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone's going to pick Miami and Matt Moore over Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh.
5: Mm-hmm. So,
3: K-Star doesn't have to convince us of anything. Um, the only other game to discuss, and then we'll get out of here, is Oakland at Houston. And mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know that we know who's going to be playing QB at Houston. And I don't believe we know who's going to be playing QB at Oakland. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. JB, any thoughts on the Oakland at Houston game?
4: Well, Houston' Houston's think, already
3: declared Osweiler as their starter for that it, game. Fact, oh, is he? Okay. I yeah, yeah.
4: yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, Oswald is going to be starting. Um,
3: okay. The, the
4: question now is going to be with the Raiders. McGloin, or is it going to be Cook? Now, the ironic piece of all this is, if I remember correctly, Connor Cook is a Michigan State product, just like Kirk Cousins. And I think they both were fourth-round picks. Same round, same college. I'm just saying maybe that's where the irony ends. But, um, geez, I really want to go with the Raiders because of the season that they've had, but I know a lot of that has to do with the, the play of Carr. And the Texans have been so inconsistent with Oswald. Uh, behind center I'm going to go with the Raiders Just because it takes all 53 On a roster to get the job done And they might need all 53 in this one Just because of the fact they don't have car. So I'm going to go with the Raiders Because I just don't think Oswald is going to be
3: able to,
6: to Bring the Texans through
3: Okay K-Star
6: I'm going with The Texans um, <clears throat> They're playing at home I mean yeah their offense sucks we all know that but at least they're used to their offense being terrible and having to rely on that defense. For Oakland, their bread and butter has now shifted to where they want to rely on their defense. And, you know, we've seen Oakland's defense get quite a bit of points this season, and they have a rookie playing against, you know, uh, Clowney and, and, and the Houston defense at, at Houston. And so I think that sets up a pretty good uh, stage for Houston to pull off this this. What would be an upset had Derek Carbone playing?
3: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, even though Houston's at home, it's something else. That, you know, three game three game difference in the record, and Houston's hosting this game because they won the division. Um, Doctor Train, who you got in this game? It, it, man,
2: honestly, you know, once I found out Oswaldo was starting, <laughs> it was like. Maybe the Raiders do have a chance, because <laughs> I have no belief in that kid. Whatsoever. So you're
3: saying there's a chance. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. saying there's a chance, <laughs> and a
2: big chance at that. I really do. I don't think it's a shoe-in for, for, for Houston, especially with Oswale at quarterback. I just don't. There's nothing that makes me believe in that, brother. I mean, he took a wide receiver who had 1,400 yards under four different starting quarterbacks and couldn't even get him a G for the season. <laughs> Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. This is downright disrespect. Yes, sir. So um on this one man, I I think I'm I'm yeah, just gonna roll I'm just gonna roll with the successful
3: team and
2: I'm gonna roll with Oakland.
3: Yeah, um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the majority here. I'm gonna go with Oakland. Um and it's it's you know, I don't think there's many teams that, you know, Oakland, I mean, their, their last game, they didn't look very good. And um, I don't think there's many teams. That, I don't know that there's any other team in the playoffs that they can beat at this point, maybe a Miami. Um, that would be about it. But um, I agree with what Train said as far as, um, you know, Osweiler, you know, man, the guy ran and took the money, four-year contract, $72 million. Hey, God bless him. But, um, you know. Uh, I, I I yeah I see it scrolling on I have US, uh, NFL Network on, so Savage will be the backup. Uh, Connor Cook, uh, Oakland, uh, Matt LeBlanc not likely to be ready. And Cook, you're right, Jay. He was a fourth rounder. I, I remember that. So um, I, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I just think overall they're the better team. Um, these guys have you know they, they you know 12 wins is is, is, a, is a great accomplishment for that team. Um, And you know, while it's have their leader, um, sometimes you know, if you can get a guy in that's serviceable, you can get a win. And I think this is the one that they can they can win. I don't think it's going to go beyond this because I, I don't. You know, they're not going to be. You know, they're not going to beat New England. They're not going to beat Kansas City. They're not going to beat Pittsburgh. So I think it ends here, unfortunately. And I say unfortunately because you know it would have been it would have been interesting to see how far they could have gone. With with uh Derek Carr at the helm. It would have been very interesting to see. But um without him there, yeah, nah. nah. So but I do pick him to win over Houston. So
4: um and, uh, one uh, last one just,
3: just just
4: just one, one real quick piggyback on Houston. Interesting to see what happens in the offseason season after this season you know completes for Texans. There's talk, and I'm not sure if anybody's heard of this, but there's talk of O'Brien and the Texans parting ways after the season's over. So that may happen more sooner than later, but just a little tidbit to see what may happen with
3: with those two. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, We didn't get into the coaching carousel because I really wanted to get into the playoffs and stuff, but um, uh, Chip Kelly did get fired. We called it. Um, Kubiak stepped down. Didn't see that coming, but that was for health reasons. Uh, McCoy got fired, I believe. JB predicted that one. Um, so I mean, you know, it really hasn't been any surprises yet. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. Still early. Um, it's still early. Um, last question, just because I can, and then we're gonna get on out of here. Uh, let me ask K Star because K Star is a hater. Um, Jason Garrett, coach of the year, yes or no?
6: Nah. That doesn't make me a hater. <laughs> I just think it has
3: to be Belichick. Belichick?
6: Yeah, man. The uh, Brady was out for four games, and they were winning games with their third-string quarterback, and they're the top seed in the AFC. So, I mean, they're one of the best teams this season. They did it without their star player for the first four games. That's a quarter of the season. I think that's pretty damn impressive. I can't remember the guys the yeah, but... they
3: were winning games with. Yeah. So the fact that the Cowboys were four and twelve last year, nine game improvement over this year with two rookies and a, and a, and a no name defense that actually is a top five uh, scoring defense, you still give it to Belichick.
6: Here's what I would do. I would if there was a comeback coach of the year, it'd be Jason Garrett's the
3: coach of the yeah, year comeback. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you say hey, 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 hey. I'm just <laughs> saying,
6: <laughs> I mean, it's hard to argue against Belichick, right? I mean, it's
3: very easy to argue against Belichick. <laughs> it's just, I just gave the argument. Team, A team right. that went from 4-12 and 12 to 13, and they're 13-3 because they didn't play the last game. Patriots had to play the last game. Let's, let's not get it twisted that they had to play that last game to secure their, their uh, number one seed. Dallas had it all locked up like a week and a half ago. So, they rest, They didn't play that last game. So, I want to hear, well, 14-2, 13-3. Well, they didn't play the last game. You know? We, we saw. We saw what he did. Okay? Nine-game turnaround. Two rookies. Okay? Um, you know, arguably both MVP candidates. Definitely Zeke. I would say Dak is, too. But, you know, the media's not giving Dak enough love, in my opinion. But I think he should be an MVP candidate. And, man, the way that defense is, has played... You know, I just to me, it's, it's hands down, Jason Garrett, hands down. Um, Train, what do you think? Go to the year, yeah.
2: Ooh, um,
3: I like uh, Darrio. Hmm, that's reasonable. Yeah, I like real. That's reasonable. I like that over I Also, like, yeah, I
2: like I like Del Rio. I like Garrett, and um, yeah, I, between Del Rio, Del Rio, and, and Jason Garrett, to me, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think
6: I think, I I think you have to, is so good. We're just ignoring him.
3: No, but no, no. He's one coach of the year. I think there's a difference between taking a team that you know um, goes to the AFC Championship game and then you turn around in the next year and you're the number one seed, hey, that's great. That's a great accomplishment, okay? Versus taking a team that, you know, didn't make the playoffs, that was below 500, and then the next year you're the number one seed. Or in Oakland's case, well, you know, they, they could have been a number two seed. They kind of, you know, they lost their quarterback. But, I mean, I think when you're looking at the job of a coach and you look at that that turnaround job, man, I mean – I, I think and we I think if I, if we go and research it I think we'll find um some precedence in that versus the consistency of a Belichick. Belichick's a great coach. And you know, you could you could probably argue him coach of the year every year. But yeah, you know, to over overlook what Garrett and even Dario has done, you know. Uh J B, who you got?
4: Well well to me I think this one's a hands down hit to Garrett, but uh to to avoid the obvious, uh, I'm with train. Um, if for whatever reason Garrett doesn't get it, I would definitely go with Del Rio. That guy's a hell of a coach. He got a raw deal with Houston Jackson, but I thought he should have stayed there. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I think he's done a great turnaround wow. with the Ra- with the Raiders. If not for me? the fact that Carr went down with the injury, they may have won that that final game and been the uh, AFC West champ. So. I think Garrett will be
5: number
3: one and get get the coach of the year, but I think that really will be a, a number two, a strong number two. Yeah, I think if Garrett doesn't get um, coach of the year this year, he'll never get it. It's as simple as that. If he doesn't get it this year, he he will never get it. This is his year yeah, to win probably to true. me. You know, and, and if he I don't get that. it this year, it ain't going to happen. You know, forget it. Because there, you cannot do. You know, what are you going to do? Come back next year and go 12 and 4. then people are going to say, "Well, look at senior, right?" So, you know, this would have to be the year for him to get it. If it doesn't, if he doesn't get, and no disrespect to Jack Durrell, I think he's worthy candidate. But I just think what Dallas was able to do this year and the dominance they had. Even Stephen A. Smith said it. Even he said. You know, most of the game, you know, the consistency they had in this year just from bringing in pretty much bringing in these two rookies, you know, I, I gotta give, I got, I gotta see my guy get it this year. Um, last thing they did the NFL, uh, 15 finalists, happy to see T.O. as a finalist. Again, hopefully this year he gets into the hall of fame. Uh, Jimmy Johnson and Darren Woodson of the Cowboys were, were not finalists. Um, I'm actually okay with Jimmy Johnson. Now, I, I just don't think he coached long enough to me. He has two Super Bowls, but, man, dude only coached like seven, eight years, man. I, 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 I just, you know, I get it. He's got two Super Bowls, but, man, you know, when I look at coaches that are in a Hall of Fame, these guys have legacies, and I just don't think Johnson has a legacy. So I'm actually okay with that. I am not okay with Darren Woodson not getting in there. That dude's got three Super Bowls. He was a quarterback on defense. To a very dominant team in the 90s. And why he's still not in the Hall of Fame is beyond me. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But um, that's just my opinion. Okay, can we can um, we
6: highlight real quick who we think the first ballot will be from first ballot Hall of Famers, or at least that we think are pretty much no-brainers? Because I see one that LP. immediately I say to myself, yeah, 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 I was, yeah, yep, you took it from me. Yep, LT definitely. Yeah, first ballot. Okay.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think your boy Heinz yeah. I think your boy Heinz Ward is coming in a year or two. I think he's coming. I just yeah. don't I just don't I didn't see him as a first ballot. But I you know, he's gotta get in there next year or the year after. He's gotta get in there. Yeah. Um Yeah, I hope so.
6: TO should get in before yeah. him though. It's great as Heinz Ward has been. Uh I I still think TO should get in
3: ahead of um, T.O. Got um, got in. TO should have got in T O should should have got in last year. He should have been in it's already ridiculous. I agree. Yeah, it it was ridiculous. It was completely ridiculous. Um, and it was good. They had James Lofton on the show, and James Lofton said, "Well, I don't know what went on in the locker room, but I know what went on between the lines on the field. And to was <laughs> was phenomenal. You know, they talking about the locker room. so well, I wasn't in the locker That's room. All you need. I don't know what went on. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's re- re- ridiculous, ridiculous. And um, you know, Jerry Jones is 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 the uh, you know on that other that that contributor award." Um, Still still looking like he's going to get that And for people that don't think Jerry Jones Shouldn't get it As a contributor um, you, need, you need to go and do some research On what Jerry Jones has meant to the NFL Not just to the Cowboys But to the NFL What he has done for the NFL Is uh, you know there, there aren't many in history That have done what he has done For the NFL There aren't many So y'all go ahead and do your research Then come talk to me not even gonna waste time getting into it. So, anyway, on that note, all right, we got playoffs this weekend. Let's wrap up and get on out of here. Um, let's start with Dr. Train. Final thoughts. Final words. Final thoughts, man. You know my team is not there again,
2: uh, but I have to honestly say I am looking forward to these playoffs. You know, it's interesting to see you got two rookies leading Dallas. Uh, you got a potential third showdown between Dallas and Giants and the Giants to get past Green Bay. Green Bay and, and the Giants is probably the best matchup of, of the weekend. Uh you got a Steelers looking to get a little bit of revenge against uh against Miami, you know, with Jay Adjai who ran all over the first time. So, you know, will he do it yeah. again? I mean and Matt Moore has been serviceable so you know, you don't know you don't really know exactly what to what to expect. Um <laughs> Houston Texans, I mean, I mean the the Texans and Raiders. That's there's, there's going to be an interesting matchup. It would be more interesting, if at all, the possibility of Raiders getting past the Texans and actually David Carr having a chance to come back. I know it's very very slim, but it has been tossed out there just just in case. And the same thing with Ryan Tannehill. Um, uh, man. Oh, what else? The other 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 matchup. Um I am them one more.
1: The C- Seahawks
2: line. Seahawks-Lions, yeah, I'm not as highly interested in that. I'm more interested in the second level, but still, I think the playoffs is, is set up really nicely
3: this this this, uh, this season, so I'm looking forward to it. All right, sounds good. K-Star, final words. Yeah,
6: I hope this isn't like a Tim Tebow situation um, from a few <laughs> years ago. You no, we should win this game. We're at home. <laughs> Everything is setting up a little too well. So, uh, listen. I mean, the 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 Dolphins probably overachieved the season, but they did beat us pretty good earlier in the year. You know. Um, So, I I mean, I I definitely anticipate us winning, probably, hopefully, hopefully, pretty comfortably. But I mean, this is still a ten-win team. They're still a solid team. So we shall see. And definitely looking for the Giants-Packers. I'm pulling for the Giants because I do want to see the Cowboys-Giants trifecta. The third. The third, uh, third game between the two, since the first two have been so good. Um, but, yeah, definitely looking forward to the, the games. As far as the Texans and te- uh, Raiders, pillow fight goes, I mean, whatever. It's basically like the first ever preseason, postseason game because of the quarterback play, um, which, which stinks. But, yep, I, yeah, it should be a good, good slate of games. Looking forward to it, and hopefully I'm happy come
3: Tuesday. He said something about, you hope this isn't a Tim Tebow. I believe he right. said something
6: about this. Obviously, it's here with this game. They're on defense, uh, in total yards and scoring, playing most, one of the most anemic offenses in all of football. Um, the ankle for Big Ben is a lot better than what it was uh, against San Francisco, which is definitely uh, good news. But uh, while we lost in Hall, you know, again, uh, Mike Wallace and Antonio Brown, two prolific receivers for us. Uh, I just don't see how, you know, Tim Tebow and the Broncos match us points point. point. Uh, at, at Mile High, um, again that offense is just horrendous to begin with, and they're playing against their one defense in the league. Uh, Troy Polamalu,
3: James Harris, Lamar Williams, the Free, Tim Tebow. I love you, but not this Sunday, not this time. I, I haven't played that in a while, and um,
5: that's, that's let's, let's hope.
3: Yeah, you, well, you did. Yeah, you did. You opened the door for it, and I, 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 I don't think this is going to be that situation but I didn't think that Tebow would beat you guys several years back either. So, um, so it will be Part interesting the if your team, yeah, man. And, and don't, don't, don't give that high ankle sprain. I talked about a few years ago, man, if your team loses, you know, don't, you better be here. You better be here on this show next week. I to here all of a sudden. Oh yeah. I got to work late and I got to do this and I, hey, man, your team loses. You better be here. But I, I think you guys, I think you're in good shape. Um Nah, I do um, JB Did I just have deja vu Jesus What's that It is
6: So deja that was like deja though.
3: vu Man It really is
6: It <laughs> I really is I heard those same exact back,
3: before. Backup quarterback too got Playing against the Backup quarterback uh, But you're home This time I believe that game Was in yep, Denver yep. Wasn't it It was Okay so it you're was. home This time So that is one yeah. Notable difference So okay yep. Alright uh, JB Final words <laughs>
4: Okay, I hope you didn't give your team the K O D, man. We'll see though. Ooh wee. Uh, final words. Well, the playoffs are here. This is what we've all been waiting for. This is what we anticipated. There's going to be a surprise or two. I just don't know where, but look forward to it. Just looking forward to seeing teams elevate their game and uh, make that final push to uh, to Texas for the for the Super Bowl 51. So great matchups. Really looking forward to being able to
3: break it down come Tuesday. All right, sounds good, gentlemen. Well, thank you. Um, and really, I don't have anything else to add. Um, I think we've we've covered everything tonight. And I will just, as I mute everybody, I will um, I will just say that this is, you know, uh, we're in 2017. Um, you know, the football season is over. The regular season is over. We are now in the playoffs. It really is. You know, they say Christmas. It's the most wonderful time. No, the playoffs, especially if your team is in it, is the most wonderful time of the year. And and we've got 12. And when the weekend is over, we'll be down to eight. And um, I think JB kind of hit it. You know, there usually is a surprise. Will it be this round? And who will it be? Will there be an upset? We don't know, but we will be watching. So, for Dr. Train, for JB and for K-Star, thanks for listening to the Madden Voice. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll see you back here uh, next Tuesday night. Uh, happy New Year to everybody. And, hey, this weekend, one and, uh, 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 win and you move on, lose and you go home. Who will be one and done? It will be settled, like all feuds are settled, on the field. Good night, everybody. <laughs> The
0: best that